Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive-through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. Throw balls far. You want good words? Data languages. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now, here's the be all, end all, know it all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Calc with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. Good Paul Jones Drug Tuesday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM, the sports animal. Glad to have you along for the next hour. There is all kinds of stuff going on in the world of sports. Jared's Rangers are one of the best teams of all time. Who saw that coming? U.S. Open qualifying yesterday, 11 collegiate golfers will be at L.A. Country Club a week from Thursday. Four of those from Stanford. Four Stanford golfers made it through U.S. Open qualifying into the U.S. Open. How in the world did they not make even the match play of the national championship? Craziness. Uh, Madden cover. Did you see some of that talk online yesterday? No. Bunch of talk about the Madden cover. Who should it be? It's going to be released early August. I know who it shouldn't be. RG3 fired a name out there, and I almost spit up my coffee when I read it. Oklahoma City. There's two things. There's something that is just broken on Twitter that I, w- I would not have been more surprised if I woke up with my head sewn to the carpet. I'm reading a story from CNBC that the PGA Tour and Live Golf have agreed on a merger. What? And then also, Oklahoma City hosting an Olympic event? Huh? Let's see if you can guess what that is when we move up. Uh, and then the Women's College World Series finals are set. We'll talk about what happened yesterday. Look ahead to the series that is coming up starting tomorrow evening. 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. That's 225-9698. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We'll talk about anything that's on your mind in the world of sports. Feel free to chime in at 225-9698. If you're going to be outside the listening area, you can stay in touch with us a couple of ways. You can log on to kadsam.com, live stream us that way, or download the Paragon app. The app is free. It's got it all. Radio. It's got the Penny News. A brand new edition of that Penny News will hit the website tonight at midnight. Thepennynews.com is how you check that out. Also, of course, Big Elk and Paragon TV are there. I mean, for a free app, it's got everything that you want to digest uh, all across the spectrum out in western Oklahoma. Then, of course, the Skinny on Sports podcast is available everywhere. Podcast drop. How are you today, Jared? I'm good. How are you? Hey, did we hire somebody new that I don't know about? No. I don't think are you so. sure? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm not in charge of hiring or anything, but... I, there was just a, there was a suspicious car out front, oh, out man. back. That's the loner. A Porsche? Yeah. What do you mean the loner? You're driving a Porsche? Yeah. My uh, man, my the, wife's new, car, the news director gig is better than I thought. The wife's car is getting the hell damage repaired for who knows how long. So you just got a Porsche as your loaner? Well, it's my mother-in-law's. That's my mother-in-law's car. Oh, that's her little toy. Oh yeah. So when I need a so my wife's driving my pickup because it's easier to haul kids around in the pickup than it is in a uh, little Porsche there. So. So I get to drive the Porsche. Driving the Porsche. Yeah, my arm's sore from shifting, and it's okay, I guess. Tell us about the Porsche. It's red. I think I've seen this car before now that you mentioned it. You you had this it's one a, of those. Yeah, I brought it to one of the car shows we yes, had. Yes, yes, yeah. you have. It's an 86 um, Porsche. I don't know the whole details on it without looking. It's whatever. Do I want it? Sure. But it's my mother-in-law's. 
and we're, we've been working on it. It's been pretty needing, bougie. Yeah, it's been needing an oil change, which is incredibly hard to find around here. Somebody, that, somebody do a Porsche. Yeah, yeah, I bet so. And Not I'm, a lot of Porsches too, hanging out. I mean, I can do an oil change on a my pickup or my wife's car, but I'm little on these little Sportster European jobs. I don't, I don't want to. So, what's it the up. difference? Can you tell us? Well, the type of oil, the filter, all this little stuff, and then I'm told. And I'm not, and we'll have this looked at too. That um, gaskets and seals need replaced too, eventually. I mean, this thing needs a little bit of work, but it still, I mean, it still runs. You know, we. But uh, how fast did you have it going on on uh, over the here? speed limit? The exact speed limit. Although I will say it's really easy to look down, and you're going way past the speed <laughs> limit. I think it's up. Nah, it's. Uh, what does the what does it go to? I don't know. The odometer. What does it go to? I believe 160, maybe faster. I'm, I can't remember. What's the fastest you've ever driven it? <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I'm not doing that. <laughs> was it double? When, when my wife, my when my mother-in-law said, "Jared, we do you mind? The Porsche hasn't been ran in a while. Do you mind taking it up and down the country road?" Just... Does that mean to you go 150? <laughs> I'm not saying. <laughs> I say I just, have you had. I it, wake her up. Have you had it triple digits? <laughs> People I'm not saying. People cannot hear you when you move your head that way. <laughs> I might get in trouble. <laughs> I need to drive. This isn't a want to drive the car situation. I need a vehicle to drive, so I don't need it taken away. I mean, from it's me. just pretty nice. It's pretty nice to, uh, you know, if you need a car to drive. A lot of people get a beater. You uh, have a Porsche. Well, at now it, because it's not mine, I'm a little nervous driving it around. You don't want something happening to it. Uh, Scotty's ready to line them up with his sports cars. I'm not a racer. I'm not a racer. Yeah. It, it, on the text line, Scott says, uh, if you had Jim's truth serum, what would that number be? <laughs> it's too bad we don't have it too right bad. now. Jim, he has been on with this couple weeks. So. <laughs> all, of, all of a sudden, this podcast, this this episode of the Skinny on Sports isn't going to have a podcast. Yeah, there's going to be a big gap in this <laughs> it's one. It's weird how that's going to work, isn't it? What did you do last night, other than drive the car over 100? Oh, Katie had basketball practice. Uh, you know, we uh, picked up the house because we finally had a nice uh, night off. Cooked some chicken on the grill. And watched um, Tennessee and Florida State. Yeah, so that's I was hoping that's what you did because I was out at the baseball field, so I didn't get to see a whole bunch of that game. But start there, and then we'll go to OU. So I think everybody watched that one. Uh, <clears throat> is it fair to say that Florida State has been just as good as Oklahoma Very in, in these College World Series? Listen, if Oklahoma's the gold standard, Florida State's the silver standard because they, they have been a, a common fixture in Oklahoma City this time of year, year in and year out. And if not, I mean, they're – in the finals too. I mean, I saw what was the stat without looking it up. And they've been, you know, what uh, third straight maybe something like that. This is the third straight yeah. World Series that they made the finals. So it's yeah. I mean, their their level of success is right there with OU, except what they've pulled one national title in this run that they're in, and twenty eighteen OU's pulled in a multitude of them. So. It's very fair to – I mean, they're they're right there. I mean, if we're talking tiers of college softball, they're they're on the same tier with Oklahoma. Mm. Is that is that fair to say because no. of their participation in the World Series? <clears throat> or is Oklahoma on a, on a tier all by themselves? Yeah, but I, I do think that these but, two have separated from everybody else. If Oklahoma wasn't hasn't been as dominant as they have been over the past, what, decade, if not longer – then this would be Florida State's world and us living in it. I think that's fair. But it, it, but it's the other way around. If if it wasn't for Oklahoma and and their level of success, we'd be talking about Florida State like we are OU. Yeah, the coach is Lonnie Alameda, who played at OU. Graduated in 1992. Question that uh, Sam was asking on the text line: Did she play for Gasso? Don't think so. Don't Graduated in '92. Yeah, she wasn't no. there yet. Nope. Uh, Patty, that is, wasn't there yet. Uh, but she did play uh, at Oklahoma. 
after transferring from St. Mary's of Texas down at San Antonio area. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that, I think it's fair to say that these two are uh, have separated from the rest of the pack. The difference is, at least over the last couple of years, you know, you, you've got you've got a pretty big eyesore if you look at the results for Florida State last year. They didn't even get out of regionals. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's just the one that's way out of whack because. You know, but they and and they've had, they haven't had as as much success. Obviously, nobody has. Uh, but you know, women's college world series one, two, three, four, five since tw- uh, five and ten, basically. Yeah, it's not on OU's level, but it's cl- but it's as close as anybody is is the point. And when they have gotten there, especially lately, they've succeeded there. Because this now will be the third time in a row that they've made the College World Series and the third time in a row that they're going to play in that championship series. They won it in 2018, lost to OU in 2021, and now here they are again in 2023. So if there's a, you know, if there's a, uh, you know, someone that's trying to get to that tier, I think it is Florida State. And a lot of those names from two years ago you're going to recognize, I think, out there on the field again. As for Oklahoma, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy at all. Um, Stanford, I think when you, especially with Nigeri Kennedy, if they could just find some offense, mm-hmm. that's a team to look for over the next couple of years if she's still there. And I say if just because of the way the transfer portal is. You know, the jokes write themselves that as soon as she walked off the field – she looked at her phone and it said Patty Gasso, you know, and th- those jokes are there. But uh, she was awesome. Has she been the star of this thing, even in defeat? Well, I mean, you watch ESPN that she definitely is. Because the names are always going to be, when the team at like a dominant OU, you're going to get Coleman and Lions and all of them, and we've heard their names all season long, especially being right here in Oklahoma. But she's made a star of herself, candidate that is. I didn't know anything about her until this tournament, and she's definitely made a name for herself. And that 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 name's just going to get bigger because she's this is she's just a freshman, and now I mean, everyone's going to look at her. She's she might be appointment television as next season rolls on and. There's some national televised games. You might see a lot more Stanford Cardinal on there, to, especially when she's in the circle. Yeah, she's. De- I think she's be- definitely been the star. Yeah, and it is an interesting in losses. <laughs> that I mentioned that the other day. Yeah. After the first game, it happened on Thursday. There's a big story about her on ESPN, and it was basically. Meet the meet the gal that almost beat Oklahoma. You know what I mean? That just shows like you that, how, how amazing the dominance is. I, I have to ask this question, and this isn't just because of of the the OU fandom or what have you, but I, I have to ask this question to this topic. Can you tell me what Nigeri Kennedy has done that Jordy Ball hasn't? Given up key hits. Is it just because she was able to tamp down that OU offense to the level that she was? I mean, there there were stats in those two games that haven't happened in three years. I Me mean, like you know Coleman and, and Jennings striking out back to back. They right. did it again yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That had never happened in their three year career at OU. And I think I think that's part of it. That because of the team she's pitching against, she gets more credit than somebody that's just been out there and shut everybody completely out mm-hmm. throughout the entire series. Yeah, I, 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 that's a definitely a big part of it. But you look at those two losses to OU. I mean, OU was the only team that was able really to put bat on ball in key moments. Washington had a they, hit. They had a hit. And OU had that big hit yesterday, put them up 4-2. to two. Of course, the did they label that an error? I can't remember. In game one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But they put bat on ball. My point is that, and it was key. And it was big. So and let's talk about turn. let's talk about that sequence yesterday with uh, Boone on first, 
I guess, did she end up second with the walk, right? I can't remember how she got the third, though, but it really doesn't matter. Because runners were on the corners. Yeah, they were on the corners. No, she might. I don't remember. I don't remember. But do no. Somehow she got the third when they were walking Coleman. Because I thought, are they going to walk Jennings? Jennings next to load him up. Would you have done that? Would you have walked Jada Coleman to get to Tre Jennings? I mean, that's pick your poison, right? But Coleman did her last at bat. Was it her last at bat? Had hit that homer. No, it was, it was, a, it was two, off two the other. Bats. One. Yeah, yeah. And we all know Coleman. I mean, she's has a history of of stepping up in big spots like that. So, well, what do you do? I mean, I think you'd play the the chances of. Plus, Coleman was a lefty, is a lefty, and. Candidate has struggled against lefties more no, than righties. The other, no, it's the other way around. It's the other way around? Big time the other way around. Really? Oh, yeah. Lefties had hit like 230. Righties had hit like 084. In that, they put that graphic up the first game. The 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 hitters that were on her arm side, they mentioned, had, had zero success hmm. all year long, which would lead to why they did it. Righty versus righty. I mean, you always hear that in baseball. Oh, yeah. It's not as much of a thing in softball normally. But I don't know. I you can go at every angle of it was a good idea or a bad idea, but I think they were darned either way. I think that, but they're thinking the best chances are maybe we could turn two here, maybe we can get in a ground ball or something. But there was two outs, right? There was two outs. Oh, and two with two outs yeah, when I'm she sorry, hit that there ball. There was two outs, so maybe there was no point of loading up the bases. Yeah. I wouldn't have walked her. I can understand why they did. <clears throat> For one, it appeared that Kennedy had Jennings's number. She had struck her out four out of five times. I mean, that's not those are things you just flat out don't hear, right? I mean, that is incredible. But at the same time, See, I, I get Coleman's done some amazing things, right? She has. But if there's somebody on this Sooner squad that has come through over and over and over and over again in Oklahoma City over the past three years, it's Jennings. It's a pick your poison moment. There's no doubt about yeah. that, and there's there's really no good answer. But I think the numbers would speak to it being the right choice, with how dominant she had been against not only righties all year, but Jennings in particular. Just it's just kind of the greatness of OU, right? That you can intentionally walk a finalist for the player of the year to get to another finalist for the player of the year. I mean, did that that two RBIs and that break the record for most RBIs? Tied it. Tied it. Tied it with Allo. Yeah, because uh, I was sitting yeah. there because I was thinking, oh, on her birthday, by the way, Tiari Jennings' birthday, how cool would it be if she just hit a three-run home run to break that record? And it said it was a two-run double. Craziness, man. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. So let's talk about what's going to happen starting tomorrow. Is this a sweep? Is this just are, – are you, are you uh, expecting uh, the games to be a lot more like the Stanford one and a lot less like the Tennessee one? I think somewhere in between, honestly. I don't think – I don't see OU blowing out Florida State, but I don't think Florida State has a dominant pitcher. I don't think anybody does. Like Stanford did in Canada, um, but until listen, I, I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, I'm, I'm taking off the crimson cream glasses. I'm trying to be as uh, on the fence about this as possible. But until they lose, I'm not picking against them. So I think OU and two. I we talk about going with percentages here. That's what I'm. I'm not trying to be. Well, oh, they never lose, so I'm just gonna. 
I, they always find a way, and we've seen it. And I kind of like that they were, they've been battle-tested in this tournament against Stanford those two times. But it, it just shows you. It showed me a lot going the nine in, going down 2 nothing like that. And I thought, oh, no, now they're just going to put Kennedy in, and, th- and that's it. And sure enough, they did, but it was 2-2 two to two at that point. And I like that they got a test twice in this tournament. It wasn't just run ram shot through the entire tournament so but again until they lose whenever that may be i can't pick against them i can't well here's what you're asking sander cocky is pretty good but i don't think she's but candidate it's, it's different it's it, <laughs> she's different than than candidate that that's the one thing she's compl- she's a different style which can be good and bad i mean that but there, I don't think there's nearly the the worry for the OU hitters about just getting blown away like it was against Canada. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more tricky with Sandercock as far as changing the speeds. Canada just said, here it comes. And it's going to rise, and if you can hit it, great. If not, and I think that was maybe the biggest criticism of what happened yesterday, wasn't the fact that they walked Coleman to get to Jennings it was the pitch they threw on 0-2. Jennings had not been able to lay off the rise ball and not been able to hit it, and instead they do her a favor by throwing an off-speed pitch over the outside corner. Way too good, way too fat a pitch, and she just ripped it. But that's the problem against Oklahoma. You make mistakes, you get beat. And that and that was just a minor little detail mistake, and that was the difference in the game. Twice against Stanford. It's minor little things that they didn't do right, and OU pounced on them and were able to, to take advantage. So uh, it, it ought to be fun. I, I'm kind of like you. I just here, Here's what we're asking. Here's what you're asking Florida State to do. Something that in 59 games hasn't happened. And that's make OU lose twice in three. It's happened once in 59, and now you're expecting Florida State to do it twice in three. That's a that's a huge ask, and to be quite honest with you, that four three loss in Waco, I think makes it less likely. I mean, if this was an undefeated team, then the the, the pressure and it's yeah. just ramped yeah. up. Yep, I think in a lot of ways losing to Baylor really helps. Oklahoma's beat Florida State. They've seen Sandercock. All that is true. Um, so you could pick Florida State if you want. Anybody out there, feel free. I ain't doing it. I, uh, I ain't gonna do it. Do you buy into who's had starting in the just in the World Series? Who's had the tougher road? Who's more? I mean, See, Florida I've, State. You know, they they run through Oklahoma State in that rain delayed game. They they beat was it Washington next? I think if you just looked at the team names, you would say Florida State has had the tougher road and seedings. Yes, it, you know. Stanford was the nine seed. But if you look at what those teams had, I think you could say, I think you make the argument that OU has had the tougher road. I'm trying to find that angle of, well, OU's seen the better pitching through this, at least in two games, in one person. You know, has Florida State seen that kind of caliber of pitching? I don't know. Yeah, good point, too. In the game that OU lost, Baylor's four runs came on one swing. Yeah, a grand slam. It's yeah. it's and we've seen yesterday both runs, one swing, one swing. It's hard to to it's put together a rally. To add them up. I mean, I bow down to Clemson for getting seven runs. Yeah, <laughs> and being able to put up two or three with without just that one swing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, uh, Gutshaw and, and Ashley Rogers. We'll see if Pickens gets any time. I mean. They threw her out there against OU. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's Tennessee's pitchers. Sander Cock. They have, an, they have another one. What's her name? Da, 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 da. That's thrown just a little bit. Anyway, we'll see. But I, I, like I said, you're asking Florida State to do something that hasn't happened all year. Yeah. I don't see it. So, I mean, I'm picking OU and two, and that's <laughs> it's nothing against Florida State. It's just because OU – until they lose, I'm not picking against them. Yeah, it's just hard for me to do it. 
I pick. I, that's the same reasoning I had going into this tournament when we were breaking down who would be in the finals, and I said, oh, "Listen, I think OU's going to go because they they just don't lose. They don't know how to lose. Even with two outs and two strikes on them, game on the line, they win. Yep, consistently win. It's inevitable. It's what he said yesterday. Yeah, I know. That was it's pretty, inevitable. I, I meant to get that call, and then I got. Uh, <laughs> Listen, but I hope they're good games. Yeah, not like it was last year against Tech. I mean, I want it to be good, fun games. Those are always fun. Yeah, it was pretty awesome yesterday with Stanford having a chance to win. We'll be back. Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medication safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive-through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug. 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones drug and i promise we provide care you can trust the skinny on sports all right welcome back skinny on sports 98.1 fm the sports animal it's paul jones drug tuesday thank you to rodney and the gang at paul jones drug 809 north main right here in elk city paul jones drug is care you can trust they're the oldest compounding pharmacy in elk city Free local delivery. You can drive through and pick your stuff up. Curbside testing and vaccinations. Also, long-term care unit packaging. They call them blister packs. Down at Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main. Give them a call, 580-225-2121. It's Paul Jones Drug. You tell them all about them as we move along throughout the show. All right, Jared, this is real. We came, <clears throat> we came on the air, and I'd seen a tweet and a story from CNBC that said... PGA Tour and Live Golf have agreed to a merger. The, the very first story, I've got it pulled up still right here. PGA Tour has agreed to merge with Saudi-backed rival Live Golf in a deal that would see the competitors squash pending litigation move forward as a larger golf enterprise. Two entities signed an agreement that would combine the PGA Tour and Live Golf's commercial businesses and rights into a new yet-to-be-named company. Now, since that was at like 9.01, right as we were coming on the air, Fifteen minutes later, Mark Schleyball at ESPN now has put out a story uh, that it also puts the DP World Tour in this. So all three of the kind of the major worldwide golf tours have merged. I mean, well, <laughs> how shocking is well, this? Now, now, hmm, makes me want to go start my own. Tour and see if the PGA will want to <laughs> mission accomplished. Live. I mean, they are those guys are the biggest winners by far, yeah. right? Yes, that's the goal, right? When you start any business, maybe get bought out, you go sit on a beach somewhere. I've got a few. I've got a few questions. Oh, I got a lot, but you're more plugged into golf than I. Okay, am. Uh, so you know, you know yours? what? Here's here's. Does Brandel Chambly still have a job? Does Christine <laughs> Brennan still have a job? That's a good question. Are they going to? Now, I'm serious <laughs> yeah, about this. I know what you're saying. Are they, are they going to be able to bring themselves to comment about this new tour? Or are they going to quit covering golf altogether? They'll probably praise the PGA, right? Right, I mean they'll they'll praise. Hey, this is a great. How in the hell can they praise the PGA Tour for jumping in bed with the Saudis? I know, because PGA pays them. Aha! There we are. I mean, there's a whole. Follow the money, Aaron. Follow the money. There is a whole bunch of people that look like gigantic hypocrites if they sing the praises of this deal. I mean, a whole bunch of them. And Brandel Shambly is at the top of that list. He, I mean, he has to quit. He has to quit right this second once he hears that this merger is happening. 
If he doesn't, then he looks if like... If he doesn't, he he's the like biggest a, hypocrite of all go. time. Exactly. Now, back to the actual, like, to the players. They all look like the guys who, they look they look pretty smart. Oh, dude. They went over and made a bunch of money in, in two years, and now they're so literally the PGA. And- all those guys did was leave, yeah, for a year and a half or two years, make a boatload of money, and now they're right back where they always were. The details, the details of this aren't really apparent just yet, but it, it seems like it's just going to be one, one. All these things are going to be one with the DP World Tour, the Live, and the PGA Tour. So now here's a question. This is a great question by Will on the text line. Does this mean now that the PGA Tour guys start getting boatloads of cash? Or are we going back to you have to make cuts to make money? Yeah, that's a great question. Are we still, is it still going to be called a live event and a PGA event? No, no. I think this whole thing is going to be renamed to something different. Something totally different? Yeah, it said, okay, so in the the, uh, ESPN story, no, 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 it was in the CNBC story. The two entities signed an agreement that would combine the PGA Tour and Live Golf's commercial business and rights into a new, yet-to-be-named company. So this is all, and then, of course, the DP World Tour is in here as well in the ESPN story. That was like, I mean, the, the CNBC story is literally 9.01. The uh, ESPN story is from 9.15. So there, you know, c- certain things are starting to, to come out of there. I mean, this is hilarious. Like Jay Monahan. The PGA Tour commissioner, he has no chance not to look like a giant hypocrite because of what his statements about the guys jumping to live and what live golf and the Saudi back thing. And now, after two years of disruption and distraction, this is a historic day for the game we all know and love. This transfor- transformational partnership recognizes the immeasurable strength of the PGA Tour's history, legacy, and pro-competitive model and combines it with the DP World Tour and Live, including the team golf concept, to create an organization that will benefit golf's players, commercial, and charitable partners and fans. At the end of the day... You know what it is? And always was. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Of course. And kudos to live. Kudos to those guys. And this probably is going to be an awesome thing. Because now we get all the best players back together. Yeah. Just like we always wanted. And they're all playing together. And it took... How do you say it? The intestinal fortitude of a few major stars that knew the PGA Tour was screwing them. Yeah. And I don't say this, and, and I've said this a couple of times through this live golf process, and I hate saying it. I hate saying this because of the guy. I don't want to give him any credit because I can't stand him, but... Kudos, Phil Mickelson. He's going to be the biggest winner of this whole damn thing. He really is. He's going to be the biggest winner of the whole thing because he was the one that even, even not even just stepping out into the live golf, he's the one that kept the pressure on because he knew the PGA Tour coffers were full of cash that they were not spending. And he was outspoken as he could possibly be about it. And now here he is. He's going to turn from the black knight. Because, you know, you notice he just wears nothing but black now. He's embracing it. He's embracing the heel. And now you know what he's going to This is just like the late to mid-90s when the Hulkster (laughs) became Hollywood. Yes. He went from Hulk Hogan, America's hero, to Hollywood Hogan, the biggest heel on in the history of wrestling, and now he's back wearing the yellow and red. I, I hope, I hope 
so much. The next time we see Phil, he literally has a yellow shirt on and red pants to symbolize the Hulk Hogan-esque move that he's made here. I mean, this is how shocked are you by this announcement? On a level of one to ten, ten being my most like the most shocked. I would honestly, I'm about a five because I kind of felt like this something like this was inevitable. Really? Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes back to yeah, last Yeah, but I mean, week, like, right now. Like, did it actually happen this fast right now? Seems fast. Yeah, I, I'm maybe maybe a little higher than a 5, 5.5, because I thought we're in for another year or two before uh, something was going to happen. I'm a 40. <laughs> really? I can't believe this happened, like, this fast. Because the Liv is barely two years old. See, I was thinking it was going to take the Liv to get a contract, but then at that point, maybe they don't want to do it. And maybe that's what the PG, maybe that's what happened here. This took, it's, we talked about after the Tulsa event, how much it seems like the Liv is taking hold. Right. The fans have The fans it. are enjoying They've it. accepted it. They've you could just it. look at the crowds. The last couple of weeks well, on American soil too, though that it wasn't just in Australia to having the big crowds. It was actually in America. They're starting to get bigger and bigger, and maybe that's what the tours saw is if we don't do it now, they may get big enough to where they won't do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Now that this is a now this is the question I have is you know I kind of asked this earlier about what kind of events are we going to see? You know, are they going to be separate but one does that make sense that was what was cool about the live event you know your three rounds the dare i say circus like atmosphere fun atmosphere at their events and then we had one just over there in tulsa are those gone forever okay i'm trying to read this uh, things are flying in <laughs> i'm sure there's a ton of info coming in okay so it says separately pga tour inc will remain in place as a 501c6 tax exempt organization retains administrative oversight of events for those assets contributed by the pga tour including the sanctioning the administrative uh, administration of the competition and rules as well as other inside the ropes responsibilities with jay monahan as commissioner and ed hurley as PGA Tour Policy Board Chairman. PIF's Governor Yasir Al-Rumayan will join the PGA Tour Policy Board. The DP World Tour and Live Golf will retain similar administrative oversight of events on their respective tours. So here's what I think, just really muddy waters, but here is what I think is happening. I think they're going to create... A new entity, and Scott asked about the TV contracts, and I think that's where this is headed. I think they're going to create a new entity in order to negotiate TV deals with the networks as a whole. The events will carry on as they have, but you can choose where you want to go. Without so, repercussions, basically. That's right. And then another question here, world rankings. I think the world ranking points will now, everything will go back to, yeah. to getting those instead of locking guys out like they did uh, with the U.S. Open qualifying. They wouldn't even let Taylor Gooch qualify because of the of a change rule, which was just ridiculous. But just kind of reading the tea leaves of what I'm getting here, I think we might see a, an event or two go by the wayside, and I think that would be more on the PGA Tour side than the, the the others but it it feels like they're going to negotiate contracts as a whole and not necessarily run the tournament separately just run the tournaments like you know if it's a pga tour event say you know this week in canada but if live golf has one you know those two kind of operate their things but at some point they're going to have to figure out the tv so that way they both get the you know maybe maybe now the golf channel will show some live or, or somebody yeah. else uh, with with the partnership does somebody else jump on board so there's your loser there's your first loser in this whole thing the cw <laughs> i wonder how long they signed that puppy <laughs> yeah here's they another just one win their hands up in the air like, ah here okay we so We're out. question about the format and the 54 holes versus 72 i'm guessing yeah, yeah. well I, i'm guessing it's just if you if you're going to tulsa you're playing 54. If you're going down here, you're playing 7. I, 
there's a lot to be worked out here. And the huge payouts. Did you mention that? I haven't seen anything I mean, on that. I'm sure. Know, that's what, let's say it, let's face it, that's what made the live so attractive, the huge payouts and one less round of golf. So I'm curious what this will. Yeah, I can't wait like. to, to for this all to be kind of out there as far as how and, this I mean, looks. I'm not going to lose sleep over it when I say this, but maybe just a little bit, maybe I'm a little little disappointed i was kind of hoping we go towards a live versus pga event maybe yeah. we still are I, who knows maybe we still are in some way yeah I and mean, that's a pay-per-view i'd buy yeah there, there's a lot still to unpack here a lot on how this all works but at the end of the day the one thing that we do know for sure without having to go through the the contract rigmarole of how that's going to look the one thing we do know is that now the best player in the world? The best players in the world are going to be back on the same stage, over week in week out, if they want to be. In the CSPN story, one it doesn't say who it was, but one PGA Tour pro that was reached out to by ESPN, his response: No effing way. <laughs> and I think this was shocking. I mean, that's where just plumb shocking. But man, kudos, Phil, Greg Norman. Cam, Dustin Johnson, Kepka, those big names, Cam, uh, DeChambeau, the big names that took this risk. And man, is it going to pay off for them? Yep. Big time. Big time paying off for them because they got the best of both worlds now. They got all that money. And now they get to play back with, with their where they wanted to play the whole time. I'd say it's a gamble, but I think they would have been fine if they lost that gamble. Oh yeah, yeah I mean, you just wouldn't got to play. I mean, the majors. I think they always knew they're going to get to play the majors. Mm-hmm. That's why it was wasn't as much gamble as as maybe it looked like. Now I can't wait to see how much money there is involved in this. It has to be immense. For the PGA Tour and all the crowing and all the whining they've done this entire time and the holier-than-now pedestal that they've tried to stay on to just cower down in 18 months or two years, whatever it's been, the money that they're going to make with the with the contracts here, the TV contracts and all that, it has to be astronomical yeah. in order for this to happen. Crazy. So that's the first story that was just shocking. When we woke up this morning. There's another one, Jared. I haven't heard of this. There's a whole nother one. Is OKC a big league city? We've got the NBA. And now maybe the Olympics? We'll be back on a Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. The Skinny on Sports. We've come too far. There's too much to lose. We've got to keep our composure. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports on the Paul Jones Drug Tuesday wrapping it up. Man, is this the first time that we've had kind of this type of breaking news happen during the show? I'm sure we've had some other, but at this magnitude, probably not. I mean that's probably yes yeah, probably is the first time first time of this magnitude because it always seems like stuff breaks in the you know around noon or just after and then we we'll comment on it after it happens yeah have some time to think this was just like bam anyhow it's Paul Jones Drug Tuesday convenience packaging down at Paul Jones Drug is the bee's knees what is that you ask well they individually package your daily medication. You do that right now, probably. You've got a pill caddy. You've got two or three or four or ten different pill dispensers. And you've got to dig through them 
and make sure you have the right amount on the right day, the right dosage. No, 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 no. They do that for you. All you got to do is rip open the package, take them, and go down right down life's path. Convenience packaging at Paul Jones Drug. Also, they've got the durable medical equipment. We're talking walkers, crane, canes, crutches, that sort of thing. Insur- most insurances are accepted. And don't forget about their gifts and their greeting cards. They've got a, a bunch of that stuff. Mother's Day just passed. Father's Day coming up. Graduation, if you forgot to get a graduation present for somebody. A late graduation present from Paul Jones Drug would do the trick. 809 North Main, Paul Jones Drug is care you can trust. Thank you to Rodney and the gang for being a part of the show. Man, Jared, my head is just spinning with the with the Live Golf PGA Tour merger. We by tomorrow, hopefully, we got some more kind of details of how this is all going to work, and we can hash that out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We can figure that. Like, here's here's one. I've got one for you. So, can the Live Golf guys now play at Canada? Is it too late for that one? You know, Thursday. <laughs> I don't know. The field is set for that. So, what's the next event after the U.S. Open? Can they be there? That's all questions we'll have to How, figure okay, out. Okay, <laughs> so Live only allows forty-eight player fields. Golly, how hard is it going to be to get into that if you're a PGA Tour guy? Lots of stuff. Lots and lots and lots of stuff to unpack. Okay, so that was a shocker. Another shocker, when I woke up this morning, reading that in 2028, Oklahoma City may be an Olympic host. And I thought, what? It turns out now, <clears throat> it's just going to be for one event. The The Olympics are going to be held in Los Angeles. Okay. But, for instance, I, I heard the guys in the morning say the, the, the Summer Olympics in 2024 are in Paris. Okay? Okay. Well, you know what there's not a lot of in Paris? Surfing beaches. Oh, yeah. So that yeah. event has had to be moved. You know where it's going to be? I don't know where. Tahiti. Tahiti. So, you know, distance doesn't really matter away from Paris. I mean, France has beaches. I guess they but don't. But not have, like surfing. Not like for surfing. That's right. So, okay. Tahiti is going to host the surfing. My first thought was Hawaii, but maybe there's some kind of deal there where Tahiti and France are buddies or anyhow. Did France, I don't know. Good deal for the surfers to get to go to Tahiti. Yeah. So, in the 2028 Summer Olympics at LA, they're missing something that Oklahoma City has. As a matter of fact, there's two places that are being being considered, Oklahoma City and Charlotte, North Carolina. Do you know what it is? Is it the river? It is. Thing? It's rowing. The rowing. Okay. That's exactly what it is. So either Oklahoma Don't they do C- some Olympic training there? At- yes, high-level Olympic training. Okay. In the in the uh they call it the Oklahoma River? Am I making that up? Anyhow, but yeah, right down there, the the boat well, there, docks and all that. There's Oklahoma River right yeah. there. It's for the rowing. Yeah, so for the for, rowing. For the rowing. The rowing okay. is what is being considered. Or crew to be is it here. called? Crew? What is it? I don't know. Row now crew. You're, now you're getting uh, above my pay is that grade. A college term? I don't know. But yeah, so I was o- hoping you'd say softball. But is but, this okay? Is would this be the biggest event in the history of sports held in Oklahoma? What was held in 18... Was something it held? was the Olympic Festival. Okay. wasn't the Olympics. It was the well, Olympic Festival. I know it wasn't Festival. the Olympics, yeah. but I knew it was something of, that, something of magnitude. I don't know. I mean, I'm not buying a ticket to go see it. I'd say it doesn't matter because it's rowing. The, uh, Does it take so it ask away? Ask me the question again. Would this be the biggest sporting event ever held in Oklahoma? No. Because it's rowing. I'm not knocking it. I get it's an international thing. But I, think I mean, the, the Olympics in Oklahoma. Sure. But it's not like all the Olympics, just one event. I, I'd, I'd, ha- I'd say it'd be cool, but I'd have to say no. I think the biggest sporting event held in Oklahoma was an NBA Finals. That would That's certainly on my list of biggest sporting events, would NBA Finals. That Olympic festival. 
I was too young to, I mean, I remember hearing about that. It was at 89. Was it 89? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, major golf. There's been mul- multiple of those that gets the state's attention and the world's attention, sure. But so does the NBA Finals. That that gets the world's attention. Yeah, I think if it was something different. Like a different event? Yeah. Yeah, like a softball in the 13,000 yeah, seat or, stadium. Yeah, or if, if for some reason or, the, the Staples Center was broke or whatever it's called now and the basketball was held here. Yeah. Just a little bit more high profile of it. Not not to knock the fact that the Olympics is coming. That's awesome. But I do think, you know, but here's here's what it tells you. I mean, that thing is obviously world class. Oh yeah. To be being Yeah, considered. yeah. And kudos to Oklahoma City for for building that. You know, I mean, they literally built a river. Yeah. Yeah, now it's and that whole, may host the Olympics. That whole facility over there, it's it's pretty cool when you drive by it. It's it's a neat place. I think for for Oklahoma City to get more events like that, they need to get an outdoor multi-sport arena near downtown. And they could probably see more events like that. Yeah, it'd be of not some sort of some of some magnitude maybe. I'm not saying all the Olympics in Oklahoma City, that's a pipe dream, but of of something like that. It'd be cool, and it, it need to be kind of in between what you have and what you'd need. Yeah, to have something available for the World Cup coming. That, yeah, and everybody, I know everybody's gonna go Owen Field or. Well, know. if if yeah, you could maybe on Owen Field, but or you could do it at Boone Pickens. Yeah. Boone Pickens would actually be a better sized. But which kind of needs something yeah, even smaller. The, the venues are there in a way, and I and, and agree, I agree. I and I've been, I know there have been talks about this for the longest time of having some event center like that out open air outdoor event center like that near downtown Oklahoma City, where they could play high school football games, maybe even state championship games, everything from monster trucks to soccer to football, all that stuff. But you got to build hotels. Yeah, There's I'm, always a need for that in Oklahoma City. That's right. Yeah, and then I think if that came, hotels would come. You know what else might be here? NBA All-Star Game. Yeah. yeah I think yeah, that's yeah. a big that's reason why you're why not getting not that. Getting one. Yeah. Madden cover. Any interest? No. Not anymore? I haven't played Madden in over a decade. Who would you put on the cover? Um, I, how many times has Mahomes been on there? It seems tiresome at this point. Yeah, he's already been. Maybe Jalen Hurts. Why not? Just got the big deal. I didn't even write him down. I forgot him. Why not Jalen Hurts? I literally Hurts? forgot him. He seems like a guy everyone kind of wouldn't mind having on there. How about you? I put I put in this order Justin Jefferson, Joe Burrow. The reason this popped up in my mind is because I'd seen Josh Allen was being considered. I almost said, almost said Josh Allen. And then Herbert or Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Kind of the guys I had on my list. You kind of see, at least from my... Possum's going to say Kenny Pickett. Oh, no. <laughs> TJ Watt. I knew it was a stealer. From, yeah, Jalen Hurts is a good one. Well, you look at guys that have had just had a really good season and, and are still young and ha- could have more good seasons ahead of them. I mean, maybe Jalen Hurts is that guy. Sure. CeeDee Lamb, I mean, he kind of yeah, interesting, but it's usually be a quarterback. It's yeah, it is a usually a quarterback. Did you? You haven't seen the. You know who Robert Griffin said it ought to be. I could only imagine. Want to just fire a guess out there? Uh the kneeler. I don't know who. Tamar Hamlin. No. Okay, I I see where he's coming from. Well, come Boy, on, U.S. Open qualifying yesterday. Eleven collegiate golfers make it through to the U.S. Open at LA Country Club. Four from Stanford. Four Stanford golfers made it to the US Open. How in the hell did they not make the match play? They didn't even make the match play of the of the national tournament. How in the world did that happen? Who knew Stanford had four guys good enough to play in the US Open? I don't even think they did. They're all feeling it. That's incredible. Something. That is incredible. I'm going to save this next one, but your Rangers got some bad news yesterday. Is it? 
Doesn't seem like it. You would think it would be. Going into the season, if you just, ah, DeGrom's on the 60-day DL. But doesn't feel like it is. Second, did you see this? Through 58 games, they had the second-best run differential ever. Plus 152 through 58 games, only behind the, like the 1939 Yankees. It's crazy. It's- Are you a believer yet? Well, the stat I saw that the last two times they've had hot starts like this, when they've set personal best starts in franchise history, the last two times they've made the World Series. This is the best start they've had in franchise history. So kind of, I mean, conventional wisdom tells you it's World Series or bust, and they're doing this without DeGrom. I mean, Ovalde, another all-star that they picked up, pitching excuse me, free agent, could be an all-star. <laughs> could be an all-star pitcher. Could be an all-star. He could win he, the Cy if, Young. If someone said, hey, uh, that free agent that the Rangers picked up is probably going to be an all-star or a Cy Young contender, I'd probably go, oh, yeah, you're talking about DeGrom, right? Nope. No, it's pretty it, – it's exciting. It's fun. It's fun. Going for 40th win tonight. Against the lowly Cardinals. I almost blew it against them last night. <clears throat> It's fun, but there's Astros are going to be on their heels the whole way, and I oh, think yeah. that's beneficial because if they were just dominating a division like they have in the past and then not really really feel that heat, I think that's very beneficial. And then, of course, the Angels too. I mean, they're in third place, what one game over 500, but you never know when they can get on a heater with Otani and all them. So it's fun. It's fun to be a Rangers fan right now. No doubt. No doubt about it. My Brewers are leading their division. But it's not near as fun to talk about as, you know, the best start in franchise history. One of the best teams of all time. I mean, actually, they're not. The Pirates passed them. As they should. The Brewers have a negative run differential. Pirates are plus 11. They got that Saint. They got the uh, Cardinal bump getting to play the Cardinals for three games. Be interesting. I mean, a lot of people liked Texas as kind of that dark horse style of team. Yeah. I don't think anybody thought through 60 games they're going to have the best record in the bigs, well, which they're just – Simeon is on about a, there. He's on a hit streak, I think 24 games in a, uh, with a hit in a row. It's best in the league. He's, he's playing locked in. The pitching has been – and that's the key. It's been the pitching. The rotation has been fantastic, even without DeGrom. I think the bullpen could use a little work. Couple times this year, they've blown they've blown leads, which I think will be addressed before the season is over. It's already there's already a trade last week addressing that a little bit, but the bats are, I stay I hope stay hot throughout the season. I mean Garcia has always been a monster. He's hitting it well. I mentioned Simeon. Um, look for rookie of the year hot or uh, young over there at third base, Texas Tech guy. He. I think he could be a potential worker of the year candidate. Right now he's playing at that level. Let's see if that can continue to. Question on the text line. And this is a this was a perfect time to, for somebody to ask this question considering you drove a Porsche to work. Doesn't mean I'm well, Will you go to the World Series if if Texas is in it? My biggest regret it, it because it happened in the time of my life where I was starting a family so I was worrying about my money then uh, going towards other things. My biggest regret back then was I never even attempted to go the two years that they went to the World Series. Didn't even attempt. Didn't even look because I thought I'm not even. I don't have the money to do that now. Maybe I mean little things have settled down a little bit more, but kids are expensive, so there might be some. I but. think if I remember right, 2011, you could have had one of the best doubles ever. Because Texas was at home against St. Louis for a World Series game the same weekend, maybe even the same day, as OU Texas. I remember that. Because I was at OU Texas, and I think that the Cardinals were playing, Cardinals and Rangers played that night. Or maybe it was Friday night, and Some, then the game Saturday. Like but there that. was a yeah, there was a chance for that if you. If, I'll if say you this: were, so. if they're in the series, really? I am. Definitely going to attempt. I might be 
making sure I have some vacation days to use. I might be doing the skinny on sports on location from a parking lot road or, or hotel room or something. Well, here, road trip into two seater Porsche. So. You don't want to go any further to, in the Porsche than what maybe, I've got Maybe today. what you need to do is have Allie follow you down to your truck, get down there, sell that two seater Porsche for a seat in the stadium, and then <laughs> bring her on back. That's not a horrible idea, but I don't know if the mother in law would be on board with that. <laughs> and by the way, serious note happy D Day. Happy D-Day, that's exactly right. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way back, goodbye. Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medication safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust.